What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Jeremy Hayes with the Fadeaway Fitness, this side of the Rim Official podcast. Uh, today is season three, episode number eight. I have with me today Jake Wright. Jake is a rep at uh, Shootaway, uh, the shooting machine company. Um, Jake, say what's up to everybody here. Hey, how's everybody doing, Jeremy? Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely, man. Glad we could finally kind of get this thing uh, together, get it doing. Um, so I appreciate you jumping on the show, and uh, we'll kind of get get right into it, and we'll get a little bit of background about kind of your life, kind of what you do, kind of what you did kind of growing up, kind of lead that into your high school, college days, and um, kind of talk a little bit about what you do now, and then what you're looking to kind of do in the future. And kind of, I like really doing this, especially with anybody involved in the basketball industry. And um, we kind of got connected uh, just via social media. And, and uh, I do a lot with shoot away, I, I own a, <laughs> a couple shooting, shooting machines. And uh, um, I really want to connect with you and kind of hear your side of the story and everything. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I was born and raised in uh, Minnesota. That's where I grew up. Um, graduated high school in 2014. Um, basketball's been a part of my life. I mean, I was a, you know, since I was a young kid, I grew up loving the game, playing the game, um, around the game, and um, really kind of started to, you know, see that I could potentially play in college um, around my seventh and eighth grade year. And that's yeah. when I. Um, kind of stopped playing other sports. Um, I had played soccer and football and some other stuff, but, uh, you know, I wasn't a multi-sport athlete in, in, in high school. I, um, I, I focused in on basketball and that's kind of what I did year round and, um, you know, played throughout high school and then had the opportunity to go, um, play division one, um, at a military college down in South Carolina. It's called the Citadel. I went there my, my freshman year and, really um was a huge kind of culture shock but it was it was my only um offer going into my senior year right. and i wanted to um basically just lock in and guarantee that i'd be able to play division one basketball right. and uh you know just didn't didn't want to take that chance of going into my senior year uncommitted so um went went to the citadel and um it, that's a tough place man it's a military school <laughs> Um, if you guys do any research on it, it doesn't take much to see that it's just different than, than a lot of colleges. Right. Um, it's very unique and, um, you know, it, it was a, it was a good experience. It, it allowed me to grow as a person and I kind of just started to see, um, you know, what I wanted with my college experience right. and, um, you know, I, I, you know, we weren't allowed to leave the campus. We weren't allowed to. Um, you know, I had to cut my hair super short. I had to shave my face every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like full on military. Right. Um, and, uh, we had, uh, you know, fortunately I played well enough, um, that I was on the all freshman team, um, in the, in the Southern conference that year. And I was able to, you know, have some options. Right. Um, I, I decided to enter my name in the transfer portal, um, and then ended up, um, committing to John Cooper, who was then at Miami of Ohio, yeah. um, sat out one year there, played there two years, um, had a great time, met my um, now wife, Courtney. She was a volleyball player there, so then yeah. um, graduated from there and then went on to do a graduate year. Um, we had another coaching change at Miami and uh, – my then fiance took a job in Chicago. Um, so I 
you know, just kind of wanted to see what my options were. And, right. um, the grad grad, I wanted to get my MBA somewhere and Milwaukee, um, offered that Miami didn't offer that. So even if I wanted to stay at Miami, I wouldn't have really an opportunity to pursue an MBA, which is kind of what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I ended up going to Milwaukee and, and having a great year there and, um, you know, really enjoying playing for coach Baldwin and kind of being close for my family's by Chicago. So, um, now they, they, they no longer live in Minnesota. So being able to, you know, have them come see my games and really enjoy my graduate year. And, um, yeah, it was definitely a, uh, you know, a, a interesting college route. And, um, right. you know, I tell my brother, my brother actually plays at Elon right now yeah. and he's a senior there. And, uh, I was talking to him yesterday cause he's coming up on his, um, his last couple games, right. you know, coming up here. And I was like, man, I'm jealous that, you know, you got to, you know, stay somewhere all four years. <laughs> right, right, right. Really had a great experience there, but you know, my, my, my journey wasn't like that. And, um, you know, I, I just kind of accepted that and just tried to make the right um, decision for me and kind of what I, you know, wanted to do. And, and that's kind of how my career panned out and, right. you know, still was able to have success. I mean, scored over a thousand points, made 264 three pointers at a 40% clip. So, right. you know, still had success. Um, and, uh, you know, it just was what it was. It was my journey. Oh, for sure. And I said, everybody's path is a little bit different. And uh, like you said, you got to make the most of the situation that's given to you at that current moment. You don't know what it's going to be like at Citad at the Citadel until you're there. You don't know what it's going to be like at Miami of Ohio until you're there. You don't know what it's like in Milwaukee until you're there. And like you just, like you said, got to make the most of it at each situation that you're placed in front of. For sure. No, that's what I tried to do. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, at each, each step in the journey, I had great memories. I made great friends. I had, you know, great opportunities. Um, but you know, the cards just kind of shifted and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm happy I made the decisions I did and I'm, I'm glad I got to, you know, have just, you know, transferring twice really allowed me to have so many connections just from like, in terms of co different coaches that I played for and right. just, you know, in terms of networking now, um, with what I'm doing for shoot away, you know, it actually turned out to be pretty advantageous to me just because I have, you know, so much more of a network that I can be reaching out to. And, um, you know, in terms of getting them a shoot away or letting them know what's going on and, and stuff like that. So, right. um, you know, that aspect I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's almost like take it back a little bit to, like I said, when you were a kid and, like I said, you, you, you said you played multiple sports kind of growing up um, until about that seventh grade year-ish. Um, so I, t I typically tend to ask this people to uh, ask this question. A lot of people was like, at what point is it like, do we need to start having these tough conversations if we're really going to start to try to make it in one sport, whether it be basketball or softball or, or volleyball, football? Like at what point do we start saying, hey, listen, let's let's focus in on just one sport um, and kind of give it our all. And uh, like I said, kind of, I want to hear your thoughts about like why, why seventh grade for you kind of like what all you had going on, but like um, they said, having those tough conversations, it, it has to be done if you're really trying to make it to that college level. Yeah. For me, I wouldn't say it was a tough conversation. I, mm -hmm. I wanted to play basketball. That's what I love. That's right. what I wanted to do. And it started, you know, my seventh grade year, I'd be at soccer practice and I'd be wishing I was playing basketball. Um, <laughs> right. that, that's kind of how it, how it happened. And, um, so it re really wasn't a tough decision for mm -hmm. me and, and it just seemed like the right thing to do because of my, you know, feelings were so strong. Right. 
Awesome. So like I said, kind of like, did you have any like major influences kind of in your life kind of growing up um, through your younger years, then into high school, kind of like, did you have any influences that really kind of helped guide you in the right path? Yeah. I mean, I think the co like I, I grew up um, playing for my, my youth um, or actually my coach, before all the way up until high school was Richard Coffey. He um, played at University of Minnesota. He was a great player there and then played for the Timberwolves and played overseas for a while. And his son, Amir, um, he actually plays for the Clippers right now and uh, played at Minnesota. So I grew up with him and um, just in terms of like my mentality and approach to the game, um, that was all based on, on, on his teachings and, right. Um, he always, he always had the, he always had the saying, there's no, gri- there's no bunny rabbits. There's no room for bunny rabbits on the court. It's only grizzly bears. <laughs> um, and, and, and that still sticks with me today. I mean, that's something I, I took from that. Right. I use in my approach to life today, whether it's, um, you know, trying to, to make the best content possible or, um, <laughs> sell as many shootaways as I can. I right. mean, it's just, um, you know, something I took away from, and I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to play for him, you know, and I, I played for him my second grade year all the way up until my eighth grade year. Wow. Um, so, uh, he was probably the biggest influence and obviously my dad. I mean, I, uh, he, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine how many balls he's rebounded for me <laughs> and how many times he's taken me to the gym and right. growing up, that was kind of like our, our deal. It was like, me and him and then my brother you know too once he got um you know a little older was it was just gym time you know on Sundays that would be our deal we'd we'd go because you know it was you know I didn't have school and there wasn't usually practices at least um in high school you weren't allowed to have practice on Sunday so that was kind of our one off day and we'd always go into the gym and, and get shots up and he was the guy, you know, I came back after games, you know, talking through stuff and, um, you know, he, my dad definitely, um, you know, influenced me and helped me kind of navigate through some certain situations and adversity and stuff like that. So right. I would say my dad and, and then coach coffee and then obviously my high school coach, coach Novak, yeah. um, you know, he also is a great coach. He just won his 900th game wow. in Minnesota. Um, and, uh, he's, um, he's a phenomenal coach and I'm, I'm really glad I got the opportunity to, to play for him and just the situations he put me in and, and he, he gave me all the tools to, to be as successful as possible. And I'm really grateful for that as well. Yeah. Super, super cool. Like I said, that's uh, I think it's always important to have um, a couple people in your back pocket that like are really pushing you in that, in that positive direction and kind of just steering you in the right, in the right direction. Like I said, versus just like, kind of figure it out on your own type of thing. And I mean, especially your dad, he, I mean, you're with him all the time. Um, so I said, that's, that's big for having people in your back pocket all the time. For sure. No, I would agree. Right. So kind of like, let's transition that right into you just graduated college. Okay. Now what, how did you get into like training? How'd you get into, um, being a ref for shoot away? Kind of like talk about your path right now after college. Yeah. So, as soon as I got done for college, I wanted to do one thing and that was play professionally. Yeah. That was where my mindset was at. So, um, let's see, this would be the, the summer of 19. I, um, I, I, me and Courtney got married and then we moved, um, into Chicago. We moved into an apartment in Chicago and 
I uh, was working working for Jeff Pagliaco, who is a um, Evolution Athletics. He's a skills trainer up in um, Chicago area. I was working for him, and then he was also training me, and kind of yeah. that's how I was. Um, you know, that, that's what I was doing my, my whole summer. I mean, I was, and I was busting my butt, man. Like I was like, (laughs) I want to go after this, you know, professional thing with everything I've got. And I really want to know kind of what, 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 what that looks like and if that's a possibility. And, you know, that's kind of always how I've been is, is just completely (laughs) tunnel vision. I mean, I got a goal and I'm, and I'm focused on it. So right after, um, right after I finished that, that was my, mentality i was working out um every day i was in the gym i was going to a a sports performance center um it's called eft it's in uh just north of chicago i was working with landon cox who's a trainer there and yeah i was going i was going all out six days a week just really trying to become the best possible basketball player i could be and uh ended up um going over to Europe for about a month. I, uh, I went over there and, and finally got the opportunity and really just, um, you know, found out that it, that it wasn't what I expected it to be. It wasn't, right. you know, for me and it wasn't, um, you know, Eastern Europe. Um, I don't know how many of your listeners have ever been there, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it's a different world for know. sure. I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should say that, but right. I mean, and it gave me a lot of perspective, man. It just, it honestly made me patriotic, man. I'm thankful yeah. to, you know, live in America where we have the opportunities we have. And, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't at all what I pictured. And I got over there and I was the only American in the whole city. Um, right. and you know, they had told me all this stuff and, <laughs> Hey, we're going to give you a great apartment. We're going to give you a car. You're going to have, you know, washer and dryer and unit, you're going to have meals every day, right. you know, this is going to be great. And, um, <laughs> just like none, of, absolutely none of those promises were delivered on. I mean, it was like, right. I, I mean, I was over there and I was like, are you serious? This is, this is where I'm at, you know, like this, um, hotel that was run down and not just not great. And I was by myself. I missed, you know, my, right. my wife and, and, and everything. I miss my family. And, uh, you know, but, but that's what it took Jeremy for like me to realize that that wasn't for me. And if I would have not gone over there and had that experience, I would still to this day be asking myself, what if that would be killing me? Oh, for sure. So I'm very thankful that I kind of had that opportunity and got that answer, you know, that it wasn't, wasn't my path. It wasn't for me. So yeah, came back to the States and was like, okay, what next? You know, and I kind of started, searching around and and looking for some stuff and just trying to figure out, okay, if I'm not playing basketball, you know, what would I love to be doing? And I actually went back to Milwaukee as a grad assistant just to try out the coaching thing and and went there and um, realized that 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 wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, (laughs) I found myself, you know, if you're a grad assistant, I mean, first of all, you're pretty low on the coaching totem pole. Right. And, you know, you have to be able to do that for, I mean, that's just part of the coaching path, I guess, right, right. <laughs> and for most people. But, you know, I just remember, like, we were, we were playing a game and I was on the bench and I was, like, taking down stats. Yep. And I would, like, miss every big play because I was writing on the clipboard. And I was like, 
this sucks, man. I want to be able to like actually watch and enjoy the game. I don't want to be worried about, right. you know, taking all these stats and everything. And, you know, um, just everything that comes with coaching too, just like the uncertainty of where you're going to be at. And, um, you know, we, we knew we kind of wanted to settle in the Chicago area and, um, you know, that, that didn't really pan out, but then I just kind of got in touch with shoot away. And, um, you know, I, I, I called John, I drove out to Ohio and, you know, kind of had a meeting with them and just told me, told them, you know, how passionate I was about the machine and how I used it right. um, so much throughout my high school and college career and how it allowed me to, you know, have that confidence in games and all that stuff. And it was really kind of a good fit and um, started doing some stuff for him. And uh, they brought me on as a rep um, last year, about June, July is when I, is when I really started or actually spring of last yeah. year is when um, we really started the video stuff and all that. And now I've kind of got this uh, Shoot the Right Way series, which I do for YouTube videos for them. And, and I've really enjoyed that. And it right. allows me to kind of show drills I've done on the gun that kind of help me and trying to, you know, pay it forward and show other people different ways you can be creative on it. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good to me. And I'm also um, – working on my father-in-law's farm that's the other thing i do is yeah. i farm with him he's got a corn and soybean farm out here in decalb illinois which is um about 50 miles west of chicago so between uh you know farming and, and everything i'm doing with shoot away I'm, I'm starting a podcast here it's um, gonna be up and running soon i'm staying pretty busy and uh you know really happy with where i'm at yeah absolutely and i said that's uh you you finally found kind of, I guess, like your niche, your path that like you've been waiting to take. And like I said, it, 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 like you, like you mentioned earlier, if you wouldn't have went overseas, like I said, you probably would still be questioning what if, what if I would have played? What if, why can't I keep playing? Why? And I said, it gets to the point where you went over there and you kind of realized your dream. You, you made your, your dream a reality. So it gets to the point where like, okay, well maybe that isn't the avenue that I want to take. So whenever you get back home, it gets to the point where like, okay, like what's next? And like I said, any, I feel like, I was in the same boat. It gets to the point where like, th- since I was a kid, everything, everything I wanted to do was live, breathe and play basketball type of deal. And, and uh, like I said, that's how I got, got involved into AAU. And then I got into to fadeaway fitness and like now just working with a prep school team and, and like everything I do all day, every day is related to basketball. And it just seems right. like, it's like, if you're not completely like, and I'm going to say the word obsessed, with basketball, it's like, then you might want to go do something else. <laughs> for right. sure. And I would argue, too, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people around me who were thinking I was crazy for, like, pursuing that and everything. But right. anybody who's played basketball <laughs> knows, like, when you are competing and you're a competitor, if you don't play with the belief that you belong, you know, really anywhere. Like, right. I mean, I, I was like, you put me on an NBA roster and I will find a way to be – productive right. you know, or, or help the team in some way like that's just the mentality you have when you're an athlete I mean right. and until you're kind of out of that that you're I mean you're you, you believe you're a killer I put in the work I was like I, and, and that that was my mentality and you know you'd be like okay I'll go to Serbia and you right. know, then that will be a <laughs> stepping stone for like you you just kind of talk your way into all this stuff because you believe in your ability that much right. and that that's that's why that kind of happened you know a lot of people maybe around me were thinking oh you know he's crazy for trying to do that but 
that was just the mentality I had at that point. Right. And, you know, I was playing and um, pick up games with NBA players. And I mean, really feeling like I was at the top of where I'd ever been as a basketball player. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, but then I went over there and, and, and you realize that, and then you get out of it and you're like, you know, then, then you're out of it. But while you're in that, it's really hard to say, no, I don't want to try that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right, right. They said, you got to get to the point where at, at what point does the ball stop bouncing as a player? And then you can start figuring out a different Avenue within the game still to kind of like make your, make it a passion and not, I'm not even going to call it a job. Like I said, what I, I don't do is a job. It's just, <laughs> I get to, I get to dribble basketball and, and kind of shoot videos and tell somebody what to do every day. Like, <clears throat> that, that's that's not that's not hard for me it's just it's enjoyable every day well that's glad and, I, and i'm glad you found that path because it sounds like you're happy where you're at and, and that's that's good i mean i heard a quote from kobe one time he said if you're waking up every day feeling like you're going to work and you're not excited about your day you're doing the wrong thing right when you do something that you love and you really feel like you're making an impact and making a difference in other people's lives and you know, doing what you've been called to do with the gifts and, um, you know, abilities that you've been given, that's, that's, that's where you should be. And that's what you should pursue. Um, and, and I think that when, like when Kobe said that, I, I think I shared it on my Instagram and I was like, man, that is so good. Yeah. Like, that is such a, such a good, you know, little nugget from Kobe, which I mean, Kobe had tons of good nuggets, so. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, that was one of them that really stuck with me. And it kind of made me think like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, everything has kind of happened like it did. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm happy that I didn't, you know, end up playing overseas because my life would look totally different. I enjoy so many things um, with my, with my wife and having some dogs and being close to family that, right. you know, I wouldn't be able to enjoy if I was, you know, not knowing where I was going to be next year and only home for the summers and, you know, probably couldn't have bought a house. We'd just be renting in the summer and, and all that right, stuff. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely come full circle for sure. Yeah. For I think it puts a lot of things into perspective of, of what really matters it, it, once you hit a certain point in your life. For sure. So kind of like lead that into like, what have been some of like, uh, the most memorable moments, I guess, after your college career, after your professional career, like what have been some of the most memorable moments getting in, involved into, uh, into shoot away? Like who have you been able to work with? Like who, been, who you've been able to connect with? Yeah. Um, well, for, first most memorable moment was probably marrying my wife and getting married. That was, that was one uh, a for sure. Right. Um, but you know, one thing I'm really ex excited about Jeremy is this, this podcast, um, that I'm, that I'm starting and I've, I've started having some interviews with people and doing things like this. And I've been able to connect with some really, um, you know, cool people, um, you know, in the basketball world. And, and I think that's going to be something that, uh, I'm really going to enjoy is, um, you know, I've been, I've been honestly surprised at the response rate I've been getting cause I've been reaching out to people and asking them. And, right. Um, so, so I'm really excited for that. Um, you know, I, you know, when you sell a gun to Virginia Tech or a, a big time school like that, that's always that's always kind of fun um, as well, um, just because, you know, that, you know, you see them play on TV and stuff and, and you're being a part of that, you know, somehow, some right. way. Um, so I've enjoyed that, too. And, um, you know, I, I 
I look forward to the the connections and um, you know people I'm going to meet throughout all these clinics and, and stuff like that. You know, since I've been brought on board at Shootaway, it's been a pandemic. Right. Um, we haven't been able to to go to the. We're not going to be able to go this year to the Final Four, and um, you know these these coaching clinics that kind of pop up all over the country. You know, we'll go to them, we'll have a booth, and we'll be out there, and you'll see us, and you'll see the Shootaway. Um, you know, sign. And I, I'm really looking forward to that just from the networking aspect and just the ability to have conversations with, um, you know, people, whether it's from my past or meeting new people. And, um, you know, from, from, uh, you know, 2022, you know, looking at the final four, you know, next year, that yeah. hopefully if once this pandemic settles down, we can go back to that. So those are going to be things that I'm really looking forward to that I think will allow me to, continue to network and, and grow my personal brand as well as the shoot away brand. Um, right, right, right. So I'm looking forward to that stuff for sure. Absolutely. So like almost like I, and I mean, I know, I know the big competitor, but like um, talk about like uh, how competitive it is in, sh- in selling shoot away guns versus like I said, somebody wanting to go buy a, a doctor dish. Um, like I said, talk about like the competitive aspect of, of the selling of it. Yeah, I mean, the, the my my thing that I do is I, I just talk about shoot away. I don't right. I don't really bring up other companies or, or stuff like that. And um, you know, I I mean, shoot away is the original shooting machine. It's the best in the world. It's the most advanced in the world, and it's made in the USA. So you get that quality assurance and right. the quality control. Everything's made in our shop in Ohio, and. You know, it, it really, if, if people are up in the air, Jeremy, what I do is I refer them to our clients because our right. clients, our clients will tell people, you know, their experience. And, and I encourage them to do that because um, if something bad happens and, and a client doesn't have a good experience, they're, they're going to be quick to talk about that. And right. I think that our customer satisfaction overall speaks volumes about how we're portrayed, you know, across the shooting machine marketplace. And, um, you know, I'm just so proud to be a part of a company that, you know, does things the right way, um, has integrity and, and really, you know, produces a great product, um, you know, for a, for a, that, that provides value to, um, value to schools and, um, yeah, that, that's what I'll say on that. Yeah. And they said, I'm, and maybe I'm completely hundred percent biased on the whole opinion, but like just as a kid, I was I was brought up in in the shootaway, so I said it's it's been since I was a kid. I, I've used the, the gun, and then kind of like all throughout my playing career, and and now into my business professional career is like I mean I have seven of them now, so it's like I, I I'm pretty passionate about the the shootaway gun. I really enjoy how it works, and uh, it's perfect for um for what I need, and and, and it fits my my needs perfect. And uh, like I said, I really just enjoy um incorporating uh, like i said uh, the gun into into daily workouts into into group classes into everything because it's it's something different but also it's it gives like i guess my clients hey this is a, a different edge that you can have if you come and work out with me because you're gonna have access to this like premium equipment that maybe some other training companies or or other skilled skill development players like they don't have so it's like and that's where i really try to market um, as much as I can. And I mean, I probably do even probably too much on social media now, but like probably like one out of every three videos that I post, I'm trying to incor- incorporate the shoot away in some way, whether it's a pass or whether it's a rebound or whether it's a, like I said, just a, um, even if it's just, Hey, this is a branding picture. I'm going to, I'm going to post out a post of 
all my guns and here you go. I'm going to show showcase really the, the brands and the companies that I work with. So it, it gives, it gives me more credibility, but also it like, it helps promote like the companies that I really like as well. So it's kind of like a, I would call it like an equal partnership almost. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think you brought up some good points there. So, I mean, honestly, like I said, it gets to the point where like, um, you, you working at shoot away and, uh, kind of, um, making, I, I would say your playing career come full circle. Like what's, what's been, what's next for you? Like, do you have any like personal goals? Do you have like, um, any career goals? Like what's like your end game look like? So it's kind of talk about like, uh, your goals and kind of like moving forward to what you have going on. For sure. Well, as a kid who didn't have any farming experience growing up. I think <laughs> learning how the ins and outs of running a, you know, sixth generation corn and soybean farm in Northern Illinois would definitely be up there. Right. Um, you know, that, that, that's definitely been my, my main focus just long-term is knowing that um, eventually, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the in charge of that and, and trying to, you know, t- soak up as much as I can eventually. And, and I say, eventually my father-in-law will probably look at that and be like, yeah, way down the line. Cause I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm still learning every day, you know, whether it's, um, you know, how to drive a semi or, I mean, I came in with literally, um, you know, no experience. So that would be, you know, definitely number one, but, but also just, you know, continue to, to bring shoot away forward, you know, whatever that looks like, just doing everything in my power to, um, spread awareness of our machines, get them. Cause I mean, I believe it's a accessory to that, that should be required right, <laughs> Almost oh, sure. looked at as required in a gym. Um, so I kind of, you know, and I've talked to Jared about that and kind of John as well. And kind of my mentality there is, you know, I, I really do believe that it is a, it is something that adds value and you know, I, you know, put a shoot away in every single gym would right. be something that, um, you know, when you talk about a goal, that would be cool. Well, I don't know if that's attainable or kind of what that looks like, but that is my mentality when I go in and send in these emails and, um, you know, trying to reach out to people and, and spark some interest and, you know, I'll go to a training center or training facility and, you know, I'll look at their website and I'll send them an email and just say, Hey, you know, you guys have some really cool stuff going on here, but I've got an idea. You know, I think that the gun could add a ton of value to your, um, you know, facility and kind of just talking through that and everything and, um, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I kind of just operate with the, with the mindset of, doing everything I can possibly do to move shoot away forward, whether that's following up with a client that just, you know, bought a machine and making sure everything's working well, um, you know, taking my gun, um, that I have here in Illinois, you know, around for demos, um, to different schools and facilities and kind of walking them through how it works and making sure they understand, you know, the full capability of it. Um, you know, those are things that I enjoy to do. Um, and, you know, kind of what my that, that that's kind of my mindset kind of long term, I guess, is just to continue doing what I'm doing and, yeah. uh, you know, building my network and building my platform so that hopefully I can, um, you know, influence a lot of people to um, with the shoot away brand. Right. And I think I, I, in my opinion, just from kind of like an outsider's perspective, it seems like, like I said, you got a really a lot of really good things going. And especially as I said, working with with colleges and getting getting schools on board. And them buying and purchasing and using and incorporating the guns, like I said, it, it, you're you're and it seems a no no doubt 
you're on the right path with it. But then it gets to the point where like, okay, moving forward, um, like I said, being able to kind of build your brand, build your network. And I think with your podcast, and I can say just from my own personal experiences, like I never thought that like, okay, I don't think you and I would even be talking like if we never connected via social media or it gets to the point where like, how am I, how am I talking to, let's just say Jamin Brakefield that goes to Duke on a podcast, like people that like you may never have ever talked to or networked or connect with it before. I think, uh, like I said, it's going to open up a lot of eyes really quick as soon as you start doing this podcast and um, being able to build your brand and build your network and like, hey, how can I help you? How can you help me? And uh, just kind of keep growing together. And it's, it's going to be a kind of a fun, fun journey to kind of continue to watch here soon. For sure. And, and same to you, Jeremy. I mean, everything I see you guys posting is is great. And I definitely appreciate all the um, positive marketing you do for us. And um, it's been cool to kind of, yeah, I just kind of followed you on, on Instagram and it's cool that we kind of connected that way and social media kind of allows us to, you know, do that. And, and, and social media is powerful, man. It, you know, right. and when you talk about social media, podcasts, all these new kind of media streams that are, um, you know, flowing right now, things travel so fast and things can be picked up and, and connections can be created um instantly so i think our relationship is something that is a product of that and i'm excited to kind of see how your journey goes as well and stay in touch along the way oh absolutely and like i honestly can't wait until whenever i get my next gym built because i guess i can get to a spoiler alert i'm i'm working on building another gym here um but when that happens i'm gonna have to be ordering more shoot away so I, I got the perfect guy to go right to hey man I'll take care of you. Yeah, perfect. So we'll, <laughs> once once that happens, let's do this. Once that happens, then we'll uh, I'll do like a, uh, a shooting a shooting machine clinic type of thing, and I'll make sure I have all twelve of my guns or whatever. And we you you come help me run it together. Okay. Yeah. Mark that down, man. Yep. I'd love to do that. Perfect. Cool. Like I got a couple little last last I guess questions and tidbits and kind of just back and forth. But like I want to hear in your opinion, uh, give me your top three players of all time. Um, on the men's side, and I want to hear it in three, two, one order, and one being the greatest of all time. So I want to hear three to two to one, one being the goat. Okay, um, let's see. I would go, I would go, Kobe three, LeBron two, MJ one. Okay, so now distinguish why you put MJ at number one. Um, I would, I think that. Michael Jordan's legacy, everything that he encompassed um, is something that can almost never be like touched. I mean, just kind of coming in, how he stayed with one team right. or one franchise, you know, the majority of his career, he stayed loyal to them. He won, you know, six championships. They would have won more if Krause wouldn't have broken up the team. Right. I think that and just kind of, and you know, the, the, the last dance, that documentary that came out, I think really shed light on my generation as, as, you know, um, people who didn't necessarily grow up, um, watching him, but you know, I've seen highlights. I, I, I don't remember ever watching him live, but the last dance kind of just solidified that to me, just how competitive he was and everything that he did, how he was constantly pursuing absolute perfection, how you were never going to catch him right. on an off day. He was never off the clock, whether it was, you know, battling in a summer 
summer, you know, when he was shooting Space Jam and all he right. was, you know, filming all day and then playing pickup games at night. And he was still like, I mean, the, the man, like, he would film all day right. and then go play pickup with all of these all stars <laughs> that he invited to this gym. Right. And, you know, then he would lift weights after that and then go to bed and wake up and do the whole, I mean, crazy. You just look at that and, and, and I don't think that'll ever be touched. Um, you know, and, and, Times are different now, but if LeBron would have stayed with Cleveland his whole career, I, I mean, just in my eyes, I think that's that just sheds so much um, more light on the fact that and, 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 and showed, you know, people even solidified Jordan even more just because he he stayed with the whole team with the same team most of his career. Now, obviously, he came back and played for the Wizards. Right, and, right, right. Um, but, yeah, that that's why. I would say that. And LeBron, I mean, number two, I mean, he's, 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 he's who I grew up watching. Right. And I mean, I love watching him. I think he is the, I, I still remember the Detroit series. Um, I forget which year it was, but basically he came back by himself and won the game. And right. I think it was, he was either in his rookie year or his second year. And, you know, just watching him still, still perform at the, uh, you know, how he's performing right now. I think is incredible. I mean, I was just listening to a podcast on my way out to the farm today. He's, he's been averaging like 38 or no, sorry. Um, 42 minutes a game yeah. or something like, I mean, he's just, and, and he was asked about it after a game and he was like, I'm just going to do whatever my team needs me to do. I, right. you know, I, yeah, I get tired, but I'm wired to, you know, work through it. So, you know, and then obviously, I mean, watching him play, I mean, it's, it's, he, he has been so great for so long. And then Kobe too. I mean, Kobe, I think is, is number three for me just because of his, everything Kobe encompasses his, wow, his sure. approach to the game. Um, again, he, he was a guy who stayed with the Lakers his whole career. Um, and, and you know, I, I, I took so much from him and just as a shooter, I mean, so, you know, he would, I think he had a quote one time. He's like, I would rather go, 0 for 30 than 0 for 10 because 0 for 10 means that you quit trying. Right. He basically gave up on <laughs> yourself and was like, you know, but but for real, man, like right. that totally stuck with me. I mean, that 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 cut so deep with me as a player because I was in those situations where I'm going like 0 for 6 or maybe missing seven shots before I hit my first one. Right. But like, and 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 I would go into a timeout and I would think about what Kobe said and that would kind of inspire me to to keep shooting and keep right. attacking and b keep believing in myself. Um, and then obviously, you know, everything that Kobe did over his career and right. the rings and, and everything like that. So, yeah, those those three definitely, um, you know, stick out and, and Jordan's ahead by just a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. then, I mean, they're, they're all they're all close. Yeah. In my opinion, that's kind of how. That's how I see it. Right, right, right. So kind of like who did you model your game after uh, when you were a kid kind of growing up? I said, I know you said said some nuggets about Kobe, but who else did you really try to like play like? J.J. Redick. That's your guy, huh? I mean, like 6'4 white guy playing in the <laughs> league. I right. mean, that was like – He's still in the league. I looked at him. Uh, yeah, I know. Jeez. Um, but, but no, for real though, like he was the guy, I mean – you know, obviously, um, is extremely talented and, and, and all that other stuff, but just from like a, a body type and, and yeah. standpoint like that, I mean, he was a guy who I looked at as, okay, look, 
he he can be successful at the highest level right and i need to look at what he does and how he's able to be effective and how he comes off a screen and how he's catching it you know what he's thinking about all that stuff i mean i and, and throughout college i mean my coaches would always clip up his clips and yep. I, he'd be and, and it, it was really cool because they they would run sets actually for me in college that that you know, they saw, JJ um, yeah, yeah, being run, being run <laughs> for JJ. So, you know, that, that, that definitely was kind of who I, you know, patterned my game after, but right. you know, and I, and I took stuff from other, other shooters as well, but that, that's kind of who I was as a player. I was a, I was a dead eye shooter, man. Like yeah. that was my MO. That's what I, you know, strive to, to be. So, you know, I think JJ is arguably, um, one of the best shooters ever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, 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 but our game, you know, our game style is, is similar as well. You know, you could say Steph, but I wasn't a point guard. I wasn't dribbling as much right. as Steph and I wasn't doing those things. But, um, and then, you know, growing up, I was, you know, 11, 12, 13 when JJ was at Duke. So, you know, I, I, I watched a lot of those games and was inspired by him. And right. <laughs> I remember I, uh, I tweeted at him. Cause I like, I, I got one of his jerseys and I like, I tweeted at him. I think it was like when I was at Miami and I tweeted at him and I was like, I was just like, JJ, you inspire me in like everything I do, man. Like, and like, he tweeted me back yeah. and it was like, <laughs> I was like, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Right. Um, you should get that tweet framed for you. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, you know, just in terms of, um, you know, favorite player that, 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 that definitely was my guy. I mean, I went to school at Miami and Oxford, Ohio, and whenever the um, Clippers would come to play Indiana, which is like an yeah. hour 15 um, away from Oxford, I, I would try to get tickets and I actually went and saw him play twice. So right. no, that was, that, that, he was definitely my guy. That's there's, no, there's no question about that. <laughs> I will say this, maybe it's my biased opinion too, but I honestly think JJ got uh I'm not going to say screwed, but I think he should have won National Player of the Year in college. Um, I believe the year Adam Morris ended up getting it. He was he was tough. Yeah. No, I mean, do you want to see a flipping savage in college? <laughs> look up J.J. Redick Duke highlights. Right. I mean, that guy, he did not care, dude. No. He was I mean, he was unreal. He was really fun to watch. But I said he would get into the point where he would just, like, go unconscious, and he would go on his own spurts of hitting five, six, seven threes in a row. And I feel like, like, playing in Cameron indoor with that kind of intensity and, and atmosphere. And like, you're still running like crazy off of every single screen and you know, you're getting every team's best defender. And then you're still, sure. still hitting 30, 35 a game. Like <laughs> that was tough. And he, and he was like wearing like a, a baggy cut off t-shirt. Right, right, right. Ankle socks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just kind of put it, put it over the top for me but no i mean his form too i mean you look at his shot it's 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 textbook oh for sure it was something i looked at too just to um just like overflowing with confidence too i mean and that that's where i kind of used the gun to help me with that i mean i would shoot like for two hours straight on the gun and, right. and, and just you know be going through and shooting those shots you know i saw him shooting and other shooters and i think i i started to see that carryover right like um, and then once you see that carryover, like, you know, okay, I made 500 shots on the gun yesterday. Now I'm going into this game and I'm feeling like I can just hit from anywhere. Like right. I'm, I'm feeling so confident 
then it's like almost like a drug, you know, it's like, right. I, I just want to, I want to keep shooting, man. Cause like this confidence and, you know, just feeling like my shot is on and, um, you know, I, I have this, if I ever get a half a half an inch of space, I'm letting it go. And right. I, I feel like it's got a good chance to go in, you know, that, that's an awesome feeling. Oh, absolutely. And that's another reason why I think, you know, this partnership or me working for shoot away is, is, is so such a cool connection too, is because I, I also feel like when I'm selling shootaways, I'm like selling that feeling for right. a kid, right. you know, like there, there might be a kid in high school who's like a sophomore or something. And, and I just got them, a, 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 a their high school shootaway. And, you know, he's, he's like, okay, you know, he might be like me. He's like, all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to, shoot as many shots as I possibly can on this gun. Right. And, and, you know, hopefully it allows him to, you know, get to get a division one scholarship or, or go play in college or whatever his goals are. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, I'm paying it forward a little bit there and, and that that's why I enjoy, I enjoy doing what I'm doing so much. Yeah. And you'll see it all kind of come full circle. And I guess that's honestly, it sounds like that's why you uh, named your podcast the Let It Fly podcast because you let that sucker fly when you were playing. You like watching it play, and now now you're trying to sell sell it. Everybody turned into a shooter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I think uh, you know Let It Fly kind of came. I, I got with Jared about that, and when we decided that the name of the Let It Fly podcast, and yeah. I think I think it's just yeah. I mean it's like yeah, we want to play with the attitude of letting it fly, but you know, we, we want to talk about stuff too and let our opinions fly a little bit too and, right. and get feedback on that and, and have people on to discuss different things. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think in the next month or so, um, we should be up and rolling with that. I've yeah. got a few really fun guests that I'm excited about. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to, to find that the let it fly podcast is going to be powered by cool. shoot away and uh should be out shortly perfect i'm excited for it and then anything i can do i'll help i'll make sure i share it and everything kind of get the ball rolling for you for sure man we'll definitely cool. have to have you on once we get that up and rolling. sounds good i'm all for it so I, I last couple things i really got is like if you can give us uh one piece of advice um for anybody kind of like looking to go in the same career path as you or looking to kind of make it to college or, or just, and it doesn't even have to be, I guess, relating to even basketball, but like just one piece of advice to kind of help somebody else um, kind of better their life and situation. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I would just say it, it's a balance, right? Because you want to pursue what you want to do, but you also have to have patience with it and know that it's not all going to happen right away. It might take time. I mean, this thing was shoot away with me took time. It wasn't, right away that I got involved with them. I mean, it took some time for me to figure out, okay, is this what I really want to do? And, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, you should, you should go after what you want to do and you should have a, a mindset of, um, I, I want to do this and, and you should be passionate about it and you should go after it with everything you have and pursue every opportunity you have when they become available with also knowing that it might take a while for things to become available. And then, you know, once you're waiting, you start to weigh, okay, is this really what I'm doing? If I'm, you know, trying to make it here and it's not happening. And, you know, I mean, that, that's what life is though. And you're constantly kind of just weighing those things. But, um, and then in terms of a player, I, I would just say, enjoy it. Um, you have to enjoy it because there's so many things that I kind of, and, and, you know, throughout my career that I, I can look back on and say, man, I can't believe I, I like got that upset about right. that or, you know, whether it was, you know, not starting one game or, 
you know, because right. in the moment, there's so many things in basketball that can seem like such a big deal in the moment and can, you know, allow, you know, maybe get you really upset or, or whatever. Um, right. But I would say, you know, just enjoy it because no matter where you are, you're, you're, you're still playing basketball or playing whatever sport you're playing and just kind of have that attitude an approach of, of gratefulness and um you know obviously that's hard to have in the moment right oh, I mean, it, it is, is. it right. is so you know just trying to have that balance um you know too because just know that one day you'll look back on it and just you know cherish the memories you have with your teammates and the games you were able to play in um and uh you know you'll, you'll cherish those the rest of your life yeah for sure no, definitely, uh, uh, like I said, positive impact for somebody. Like I said, even if it just touches one person, like I said, I think it, it'll it'll be big big and uh, very beneficial to everybody else. Um, so I the last couple of things I got is like, sir, anybody that like kind of wants to follow along on your journey or kind of, like I said, um, get in touch with you at all, um, are you able to drop your uh, social media handles, whether that be Instagram, Twitter, um, whatnot, yeah, and that way they can sure. even keep keep in touch with you and follow along with your journey? Yeah, so it's real easy. Jake Wright underscore 13. That's my Twitter and Instagram handle. You can find me there. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, just DM me. I think I actually put my, yep, I put my phone number um, in my email on my on my Twitter account. Um, and I think I do on my Instagram too. So yeah, contacts info is, is there. If you want to get in touch with me, I'd be more than happy to, um, you know, connect if you guys want to reach out. Perfect. Let's get these. Let's get everybody touching the a shoot away here soon. Let's do it, man. Uh, well, I, listen. Hey, I appreciate everything, uh, Jake, and I said best of luck to, to like I said, everything you got going on, and I hope uh, nothing but um, success in in the future. Um, and like I said, I'm I'll, as soon as I get to get this gym built, uh, I know the first person I'm going to call, and and hey, listen, I need to do this, this, and this, and I, I know you'll be the guy to help kind of help me out. So I really appreciate you jumping on the show here. And, uh, I look forward to kind of continuing our, our relationship and our, our friendship, um, kind of in the future here. For sure. Jeremy, I, I really appreciate you reaching out and having me on. It was a pleasure and I can't wait to see, um, you know, what that new gym for you looks like. And I can't wait to, um, you know, get down there and check it out and have a clinic eventually. For sure. Hey, I definitely appreciate it, buddy. All right. Talk to you later, Jeremy. Thanks.